the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. The godly work of motherhood is to instill in her offspring the fear of the Lord. That love and devotion and worship of God that counts Him superior to everyone and everything else. This weekend on the Songtime broadcast, a special Mother's Day broadcast as we continue our series, A Proverb a Day in May. Dr. Derek Thomas will talk about a mother's wisdom and how she instructs the hearts of her children to know knowledge, but also to grow into maturity. Stay tuned for that message. But first, we're going to be talking with Rob Reno, who's the author of a book called Visionary Church, as we talk about how the church can instruct the families to do the work of ministry. The many voices are coming together for that one message. I'm your host, Adam Miller. You're listening to Songtime Radio. This weekend, we're looking once again at a proverb a day in May. And our theme verse for this whole month is Proverbs 22.6. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Here is a powerful proverb, one that gives a lot of hope to parents, but also can cause a great a sense of agony, a f- sense of dread, thinking, well, where did I go wrong, especially for the many of our listeners who are dealing with prodigals. I even have a prodigal in, in our family, and it is, it is not uncommon. In fact, it is far more common than we like to admit. Well, our guest this weekend is Dr. Rob Reno. He's the author of a great book called Visionary Church, How Your Church Can Strengthen Families. He's also the founder of Visionary Family Ministries, a great resource that I highly recommend. And Rob, this is a subject that many of our listeners are dealing with, the fact that they are dealing with prodigals in their life. And the verse says to train up a child so that when they're old, they won't depart from it. But the truth is, many of them have seen their children walk away from the faith. What I like to tell parents in that context is, is that they themselves cannot, uh, cannot walk away from the way that they should go. They need to hold fast to their faith and be a testimony and a, and a bulwark to their children that although they are saddened by their children walking away from their faith, they have confidence that God loves their children. That is a crucial component to to understanding the book of Proverbs, but also parenting in general. Yeah. You know, the vision here is not thou shalt be a perfect Christian to yeah. raise your children to be perfect Christians. And I'm really glad that you brought up this, this issue, this painful subject of, of prodigals. Um, one of our other resources is called Never Too Late, mm-hmm. Encouraging Faith in Your Adult Child. So you can find that book wherever you get your books, as well as the video series on that at our website at visionaryfam.com. But two-thirds of empty nest parents in the church have at least one adult child far from God. Mm -hmm. And it's the most painful thing in their life. It's so painful, in fact, that they don't talk about it very much. Maybe they even come to church. They see all the other perfect, happy people, right, uh, who seem to have it all together. Um, But they've got this child that's far from the Lord. And if that's your situation, again, just as you just shared there, Adam, to to encourage uh, everyone, uh, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your mission of parenting is a lifelong mission. And if you've still got breath and that child still has breath, it's never too late. Even though they live a thousand miles away, all sorts of things have happened in the relationship. Never too late for God to use you as a spiritual encouragement in the life of your child. Mm. 
I, I know as we're talking about uh, Visionary Church and, and how your church can strengthen families, I, I'm sure you're aware of the the probably leading kind of uh, 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 comeback question is what about families that aren't complete? What about uh, broken families? What about single parents? What about families of of, of children who have walked away from the faith. It sounds great if you actually have a family where you have a father that is, is sitting down to do devotions with the kids and, and a mother who is submitting to her husband. It sounds great if you have the perfect dynamic family, but well, we all know this scenario is that most families are pretty broken in that structure. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, Adam, uh, my generation anyway grew up talking about broken families versus intact families. Those were common phrases. Broken family meant a divorce or, or death or never married. You know, an intact meant, like you said, uh, you know, mother, father, two kids and a picket fence or whatever. And um, I've kind of changed my language now to say every family is a broken family. Mm-hmm. Uh, every family's hurting. Every family sins at home a lot. Uh, every family is in need of God's mercy and, and God's grace. And it's a very personal subject for me. I did not grow up in a family like this at all. When my when I was born, neither one of my parents were Christians. I grew up in Connecticut, just outside Hartford. Uh, neither one of my parents were Christians. My mother was my father's fourth wife. My father was my mother's second husband. Um, when I was born, again, they didn't know the Lord. God worked a miracle in my mother's life uh, when I was a baby and brought her to salvation. And she was the first Christian in our family tree. She led me to the Lord when I was little, led my brother to the Lord. My dad was an atheist. My dad thought my mom was a crazy Jesus person after this. Uh, My parents divorced when I was 15. Uh, My dad cheated on mom during business trips. And my dad's bad behavior and and the loss of my family was, you know, this huge wound and trauma of, of my life. And I think one of the things that God loves to do is to work his grace through the generations. And so I think about my mom um, who had to experience that pain and the loss of of two marriages, right? Um, She didn't get to experience a lot of, I guess we could say fruitfulness, if you will, right? She had a lot of pain. The Bible uses those illustrations of cultivating, sowing, and reaping, right? Mm-hmm. Cultivating the ground, sowing seed, and reaping, you know, the fruit. Well, we all, we all want the fruit, but especially for someone like my mom, who was the first Christian in our family tree, she inherited a garden when she came to Christ full of rocks and weeds, right? She spent most of her life breaking up rocks and pulling weeds. Some seeds were planted then in my life and in my brother's life, and now in her grandchildren, we're getting some fruit. Mm. And so I, many of us are, are in a family situation right now that's very painful, that's very difficult. It feels like all we're doing is breaking up rocks and pulling weeds. So you've got to have multi-generational vision. You've got to understand, if Jesus came to you and said, I, I want you to spend the rest of your life, single mom, breaking rocks and pulling weeds so that your kids can get some seed planted and your grandbabies could have some fruit, would that change your attitude and your mindset toward the pain and difficulty of breaking rocks and pulling weeds. You bet it would Mm. because of that multi-generational vision. We've been talking with Dr. Rob Reno about his book called Visionary Church, How Your Church Can Strengthen Families. He's also the founder of Visionary Family Ministries, a great resource and one that I highly recommend. You can find out more information about his ministry and books when you give us a call, 508 362 
7070. With this theme of training up a child in the way that they should go, we are hosting a conference next weekend, Saturday, May 14th. And our keynote speakers are Dr. Ted Tripp, who's the author of Shepherding a Child's Heart, and his wife, Margie Tripp, who's written a book called It's Not Too Late, How to Deal with Prodigals in Your Life. We're also going to have Dr. James Manganello, a local Christian psychologist, talking about mental health issues facing adolescents and the next generation. All of these great resources will be gathering here on Cape Cod next Saturday, May 14th. To find out more information, head over to our website at songtime.com or give us a call, 508 362 7070. Of course, all of these resources are made available as a resource of our ministry here at Songtime. And if you want to support the work that we're doing, let us know by writing to us at Songtime Radio, P.O. Box 100, Barnstable, Massachusetts, 02630. Well, today we're continuing our study, A Proverb a Day in May. And with this weekend being Mother's Day, it's a great opportunity for us to honor mothers and the wisdom and the knowledge that they teach us how to understand the ways of this world and ways of life, and importantly, how to connect with the emotions and the heart of a child, the heart of a mother, and the heart of God. Here is Dr. Derek Thomas. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. And in chapter 31 and verse 28, these are words of King Lemuel in an extended narrative on the excellent wife, her children rise up and call her blessed. For better or worse, mothers are the makers of men, architects of the next generation. And becoming a godly mother is the most noble of all pursuits. I want us to see four things in this proverb today. The first is that this proverb recognizes family. Now, of course, there are tragedies of uh, divorce and single-parent families and, and, and so on, but the family is God's design. It is God's plan. We need to remind ourselves of that. The second thing I want us to see in this proverb is that it says... A mother's instruction is to be heeded. Now, the proverb also, to be fair, says a father's instruction is to be heeded, and, and, uh, but this is Mother's Day. Here, my son, your father's instruction, if you go back a verse to verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, fools despise wisdom, and instruction, same word. So, verse 8 is picking up a word that's already been used at the end of verse 7 for instruction. And it's a general word, a word that is often associated in Scripture with the idea of discipline. Instruction that involves the enforcement of discipline with that instruction. And then it goes on, and forsake not your mother's teaching. This is the word Torah. And Torah can sometimes uh, be a reference to the first five books of the Old Testament, and Torah can sometimes be a reference specifically to the Ten Commandments of Moses, and sometimes Torah can be the general ethical moral teaching of Scripture. Well, isn't that interesting? I wasn't raised in a Christian home, and so Bible verses were not something I was familiar with as a boy or as a teenager, but I was very familiar with moral teaching. 
And I can still, to this day, uh, remember some of the things that my mother, and if you're watching, she's um, 89 years old, and uh, this is not Mother's Day in Britain. Uh, that's back in March, so she, she, you, you, may, you may be listening. Happy Mother's Day. Happy American Mother's Day. <laughs> I still remember some of the things my mother said to me as a, as a boy. Uh, they were those uh, Judeo-Christian principles that society, at least in the 50s and 60s, um, believed and held to. Uh, you were to show respect to your elders. It was a, a rule. Woe betide you if you did not. It was wrong, very, very wrong to steal apples from your neighbor's orchard, which I did many times, <laughs> and suffered the consequences. Young men and women, I want you to turn to Proverbs 30 and verse 17. I didn't put it in the bulletin lest you decide not to come today. But here's another text that speaks about children and their relationship to their mothers. The eye that mocks a father and scorns to obey a mother will be picked out by ravens of the valley and eaten by the vultures. You can see why I didn't put that in the bulletin. Young men and women, if you don't respect your mothers, you are dead meat. That's what the proverb is saying. Well, a third thing I want us to see in this uh, proverb, and that is the context of this proverb, is the fear of the Lord. Uh, go back up a verse. Uh, verses 1 to 7 of the book of Proverbs functions um, like a prologue. It functions very similar to the way that uh, the prologue of John's gospel in chapter 1 functions to the rest of the gospel. And uh, the entire narrative of the book of Proverbs is summed up in these opening seven verses with its climax and peroration in verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord, the godly work of motherhood, is to instill in her offspring and those around her the fear of the Lord. That reverent love and devotion and worship of God that counts Him superior to everyone and everything else. Well, there's a fourth thing in this proverb, and, and it is this, that this proverb promises sons and daughters great reward, great reward. Look at verse 8. Hear, my son, and forsake not your mother's teaching. Verse 9, for they are a grateful garland for your head. This, this is the teaching now and the instruction. Are a grateful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. This teaching, this instruction, this, this course in godliness that mothers give to their children. It makes these sons and daughters look beautiful. So, I have an exhortation on this Mother's Day to all of you who are mothers and perhaps are finding the going a little difficult. Perhaps you're in a, a darker place than normal. Perhaps you're conscious of the difficulties. Teenagers who are beginning to rebel. Or maybe you're older than that, and those teenagers have grown into adults, but they still don't know the Lord. Keep going. Keep nurturing. Keep praying. Keep using those moments when you have an opportunity to witness to the beauty of the Lord Jesus and the beauty of the gospel and the rightness of Torah. And pray, as we all pray, that sons and daughters will not despise 
that teaching, for it is a beautiful thing. And may this congregation raise up a generation of men and women who call their mothers blessed. Let's pray. Father, we thank You. Thank You for Your Word and pray today. Thank You for godly mothers and for mothers perhaps less godly but whose instruction nevertheless has shaped and influenced. Thank You for their sacrifice. Thank You for their love, their tenderness, their care. Thank You for a mother's love. And for those perhaps now this morning who remember a mother who has gone, perhaps gone home to be with Yourself, may these moments be moments of thanksgiving and pray that among the younger generation of men and women and boys and girls, there would arise a generation that would love and honor the calling of motherhood. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Our proverb a day for May this weekend comes from Proverbs chapter 7. Verses 2 and 3, keep my commandments and live. Keep my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Have you ever wrapped a piece of string around your finger to remember something? I don't remember where that expression came from. It was probably a long time ago, but I remember hearing it when I was a little kid, and I wanted to remember something, so I thought that's the way you did it. You wrapped a finger or or a ribbon around your finger as a a sign of, of remembering, and there was something really important I didn't want to forget, so I wrapped that string around my finger. And um, to this day, I can't remember what I was trying to remember that was so important, but I do remember wrapping my, uh, the string around my finger uh, to remember it by. Uh, there is actually a, a lot of wisdom in that, in the sense that uh, there are physical reminders that you can set for yourself. I've often told people to put a penny in a shoe. That's a great way to remind you to pray for something that's, uh, that's a burden on your heart. You can also put something in your pocket so that every time you reach in your pocket, you feel it again. That's another great way to remind you to to focus in and to remind you to, to redirect your mind and your attention. But this last part, it says, write them on the tablet of your heart. The commandments of God, that's what we're supposed to be remembering. The, what God has instructed us, his teachings from the word of God. And I can't help but think of of Proverbs and, and, and the Psalms that teach us to hide God's word in our hearts so that we will not sin against God. That is the way in the conclusion to, to knowing and growing in our faith. And that's what my mother was so good at teaching me, helping me memorize scripture, helping me understand the stories of the Bible, spending all of that time with me in my early years to help me sure that I understood the foundations of our faith. This weekend, I'm honoring my mother, and uh, I hope that you have a great story to tell as well. Not everyone has a happy story, but we certainly can learn from the negative, we can learn from our mistakes, and we can learn from the grace of God who gives us good things despite the fact that we do not deserve them. I am eternally grateful for my mother and the influence that she's had in my life. I hope that we've been able to encourage you today. If we have, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at Songtime Radio, P.O. Box 100, Barnstable, Massachusetts, 02630, or give us a call, 508-362-7070. And coming up next weekend is our Definitions Conference with Dr. Ted Tripp and his wife Margie, along with Dr. James Manganello, talking about how to train up a child. 
If you want to find out more information about how to register, head over to our website at songtime.com or give us a call, 508-362-7070. On behalf of everyone here at Songtime and our late founder, Dr. John DeBrine, who has always encouraged you to grow in grace so that you won't groan in disgrace, we want to thank you for listening. From Cape Cod, I'm Adam Miller with our theme verse, Proverbs 22.6, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it.